0: Hello and welcome back to another episode. I know I said last time that you'd probably be hearing from me sooner and sooner time than a week from now and I do know myself because we are back. It is literally the very next day and I simply had to sit down and record another episode. I had so much fun yesterday and you know I was driving around a lot today and just thinking about all the different things that I want to continue to add to this conversation about overcoming binge eating because i could talk on it forever um oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm looking at my winter right now and there's a plant sticking through my blinds and i literally thought it was a lizard if you watch my daily vlogs on youtube you know that yesterday a lizard was just in my car like chilling on my steering wheel and it was actually the most terrifying thing like not to be that dramatic girl that hates bugs but i am her i i hate bugs and i was all alone i didn't know how to deal with it and sorry i was just a little (laughs) the plant picking through the blinds just gave me a little ptsd from yesterday um thankfully there are no lizards around me that plant is not a lizard we are safe and we are sound and we're talking about binge eating and i'm getting myself back on track right now um so i loved everything we talked about yesterday but i wanted to go ahead and bring some kind of more like practical tips into everything. So I know I talked about like a deep dive into like all the overview of like the dopamine detox and like triggers and how I've kind of set my life up to enjoy it more, which has helped me overcome binge binge eating a lot. Um, But I wanted to really dive into the food piece right now because that is something that I think, again, like I just accidentally figured out how to move away from binging based on changing the actual food that I was eating. So I really want to go ahead and get into the actual meals that I have that have helped me kind of move away from the need to binge. So I figured out that when I didn't eat the food that I enjoyed, my urge to binge is so strong. And this is like true to this day where even today, I feel like I didn't have that many like sweet things and I was just like, not that I want to binge, but like, I don't know, I just feel a little like weird and off right now and like I'm not super satisfied. And I was like, what's different? And I was like, oh, I just haven't had like food that I've enjoyed really. And food is such a like fun part of life and it's something that, you know, we partake in multiple times throughout every single day and i feel like a big key to overcoming bingeing is to learn how to really enjoy the food you're eating and to yeah to have good food and remove guilt from it in the way that i've done that because i'm now eating whole foods plant based and i have been for around like 70 days now is to eat whole foods plant based but like this, like to still have so many like sweet things within that so i love just like Having oatmeal with a bit of like coffee cream around top, and I find that that, like when I first started eating this, I was like,, you're literally joking. This is the most bland, boring, gross, annoying food. I do not want to eat oatmeal. like pass. <laughs> can I can I go back to Ben and Jerry's ice cream, please? <laughs> but now, I really love it. Like it's so simple to make. I literally just get put a pot in the stove, put in like, I mean I meal prep it so I'll do just times this recipe by five but I'll do like a cup of oats cover it with almond milk add in some pumpkin puree now because it's fall season and then some vanilla extract and just literally let that cook and like boom your oats are done <laughs> and and then I eat them with some coffee creamer on top and it sounds so simple but just having a food like that that like the coffee creamer and the like adding milk and stuff not not animal milk plant milk animal milk is absolutely terrifying to me but adding some plant milk and stuff on top of it it's just so sweet and refreshing and now that i'm like i've had today where i didn't really have it and i'm looking looking at how i've been eating for a while now i'm like okay maybe i cracked a little interesting code that i didn't know was there and when i have sweet food then i don't feel this need to binge same thing that goes for my protein smoothies honestly for being for real bffr for being for real <laughs> i literally want to have one in the morning and one at night and the days that i let myself do that like i'm so happy i'm so fine i'm i'm straight chilling actually gay chilling because i am pretty sure i'm lesbian but i'm straight chilling if you know what i mean and to make that all i do is just add in a a banana and a half that's frozen. Again, add some almond milk and like some water, just like cover the bananas with it. And then two scoops of protein powder and blend it up. It is amazing. It is so simple. And it is just like the perfect like sweet treat, the sweet hit that I need. And again, it goes back to this idea where like, we're not getting when I'm eating this, I'm not getting these huge like dopamine releases and dopamine responses because there's not a really high sugar content like a high processed sugar content in the food i'm eating it's just very natural like straight from the earth like i'm not gonna get addicted to bananas you know i'm not really the banana girl i'm I'm not that's not happening (laughs) i can only eat so many bananas um but yeah it's just these like sweet foods that are enjoyable and they've kind of just taken away my need to binge because i'm not like i'm i'm allowing myself to really enjoy and savor the sweetness of things every single day. And I think for, for a while when I was binging, I wouldn't let myself have sweet things. I would just like, again, I would restrict the sweet things. And then because I was restricting it, then I would go and binge it. And that is just like a cycle that I know <clears throat> Excuse me, is so present for me where the more I restrict, the more I binge. And it, I feel like old me would look at my diet now and be like, you're so restricted, but I'm really not. I'm just choosing to eat whole plant foods but there's a lot of like sweetness and a lot of natural sugars in them which I think is kind of like accidentally helped me remove the need to binge from my diet or from my life as well. So yeah, I just make sure to enjoy um, like the healthy versions of the foods that I love. So I have this sweet piece, right? I need like these sweets every day, sugar every day. But then also like I love curry, but whenever I would go out and eat curry, it's just filled with so much oil, so much crap that I would feel so bloated and disgusting after I ate it. But now you can see a recipe on my TikTok where I, I make a curry for my meal prep. I literally just made it like 30 minutes ago. I make it for my meal prep every week. It's so easy. Just butternut squash, mushrooms, some onions, lentils with coconut milk and veggie broth and a curry simmer sauce. Throw that, throw it all in a pot. And that is, it makes me feel so good after I eat it. I don't feel like weighed down and bloated and gross. I just feel like, hmm, I got some nice energy and I'm full and I'm happy. And that is me like, again, accidentally figuring out if I eat the foods I love, then I don't feel a need to binge because I'm enjoying the foods that I like, but they're not making me feel really lethargic and gross. And yeah, it's just, again, it like creates this healthier version of me and the healthier I get, the more I want to continue being healthy, especially not doing it in a restrictive way. And yeah, this is just the binging need is just faded out a lot and I realized that those two components of it like the having sweets and the having foods that I enjoyed have been really making an impactful difference in leaving binging behind also okay I think this is the third point now am I doing good at keeping track I hope so (laughs) so the third point is gonna be I have actually not to throw around a buzzword or a buzz phrase but I really think I figured out a lot of how to listen to my body and understand like hunger cues and this is again something I never ever 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 thought would happen because food was like the my favorite part of my day I literally didn't really care about that much many like other things other than when was like the next huge meal I was getting to eat when was the next time I was getting to numb out of my life and that was kind of my mindset around food. So when you have just like, or when I had this huge kind of like emotional tie and emotional response, and this just like massive unhealthy connection to food, it was like so impossible to actually understand what my body needed um, from the food I was eating and when my body actually like, wanted, it was just my, I didn't understand, why my body couldn't even talk to me because I was so busy listening to all of the urges to binge that were coming through my mind constantly. And so now that I've detoxed off a lot of the toxic like processed foods and I've been eating whole foods, plant-based, I've been able to learn how to like listen to my body and I've been able to hear my body talking to me for the first time ever, not to sound totally woo-woo, but truly like even just last week, like I had just gone off my period and I realized like, oh... I'm actually, like, not that hungry right now, which is so strange because, like, I work out twice a day, I do a lot, I'm just like, but I just don't really feel the need to eat and I was like, hmm, this is kind of boring, but I'm going to go ahead and just not eat because my body's not hungry and it wasn't like I didn't have a drop of food that day, like, I had meals and stuff, but it was just... I stopped eating when I was full and I like didn't eat at the exact hour I normally ate because I wasn't hungry at that hour and it felt so good. Like I didn't get any sort of bloated. I just felt like I was moving through the day how my body like naturally wanted me to. And Again, like, that's something I've never experienced up until recently, and it's been so fun to just listen to my body and to kind of just, like, the more I align myself with how my body is asking me to eat, again, like, the easier, like, the the, just binging just totally fades into the background because I'm just so much more in tune with the way that my body wants to move through the world and through its relationship with food. Like at nighttime, I get more hungry and in the mornings I'm not as much. And so like at night, I know that I want a protein smoothie and I want like dinner before I go to bed and then I'm I'm happy and I'm good with that. And my body like feels like it thanks me for that. But then I also know that around 3 p.m., I think I'm really hungry, but I'm actually just bored, and it's a weird time of the day, and I'm ready to leave work. And because of that, my brain's just like, we need to do something to get ourselves out of this uncomfortable situation. Like, I don't want to be at work. I want to go home. And my brain's just all annoying. And I used to think, oh, I'm really hungry right now because I wanted to escape that situation. But now I'm just like, you know what, brain? You're just freaking out a little bit. And I'm not going to let you take control of me. So what we're going to do is we're just going to have a little kombucha and give you like a fun little moment, fun little pop, little sizzle, little carbonation and we're then moving on. And so like being able to to understand and to like analyze kind of like the patterns in my life when it comes to food is also a major factor in kind of healing that relationship. Um, so yeah, if you always get really hungry and want to binge around the three o'clock hour, it might just because it's a really weird hour and I think our bodies are just like done with the work day at that point and ready to go home and vibe. And remember from my episode yesterday, when we go home, what do we do? We put on our walking shoes and we go for a walk because we're not about that post-work binge life. You know what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> it's so funny to talk to myself for so long. I genuinely like... Was thinking like i want to start a podcast but like i don't have a co-host i i don't think i could do this by myself and then i recorded my episode yesterday and i'm just like i am genuinely talking to a wall and i really like it i mean i guess i'm talking to a window technically but like i'm <laughs> just sitting here talking to myself and it is such a vibe <laughs> that is slightly concerning to me but also i'm into it okay moving on Another huge factor that I didn't get into yesterday, but I want to get right on into right now is the environment I'm in. So the environment I'm in, I've learned has a big, 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 sorry, big impact on if I am going to binge or not. And the two that are really important to me, I mean, obviously this will vary from me to you because we live in different, different lives, different worlds, but my, work that I'm at, like, a couple days out of the week, it doesn't really have any windows in the office, and I've noticed that that just literally not being in the sunshine makes me want to bitch because it makes me uncomfortable, makes me feel just, like, sad and down, and just, I'm, like, just, it's not the vibe, and so I know now that, like, when I walk in there and all of a sudden, like, I feel just like unsteady and uncertain and I can feel kind of those pathways open up again where I felt unsteady and uncertain because of a lot of stuff in my past so those pathways are used to firing and I feel uncertain I feel a little chaos I feel sadness and those neural pathways would be like okay we know how to solve this we solve this by binging but now I know that when I feel those emotions I'm like okay My brain's going to want to binge. It's going to be predisposed to wanting to binge because that's how I've dealt with these emotions for a while, but that's not how I'm going to deal with it right now and moving forward, at least today. Like sometimes it's so overwhelming to think about like fixing it forever into the future, but I'm like, at least for today when I encounter these emotions, I'm going to thank them for presenting itself to me, you know, because sometimes I think it's helpful to kind of like thank those negative emotions for appearing because... It helps me realize that my body's not really like in equilibrium or steady and it kind of like gives me the space to look and see how I can course correct a bit. So when I'm in this dark environment, you know, I'm just like, okay, maybe I'm going to listen to some happy music. I'm going to go for walks during the day. I'm going to drink water with a lemon because that feels sunshiny and happy to me. And I'm just going to acknowledge that because I'm in this environment, I probably will want to eat more food to try and escape it. Um, but I'm not going, I'm going to make the conscious decision to not do that and because I know what's going on, I can make that conscious decision and it's really empowering to understand how your environment is affecting you and I guess because I, I can't like knock down the wall and put a window in, so because I can't change the environment, I have to just change my perspective and the way I view it and to bring like little things in that can help bring me more peace and calm and happiness and joy. And it is so empowering to be able to do that for myself instead of just being in the darkness on like what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling it and just feeling powerless and giving into binging because I have no idea what's going on and no idea how to fix it. So... Understanding my environment and understanding how I can bring more positivity and peace and get myself more into equilibrium in my environment is huge and it helps me to not binge and I just have to make the active, like bring the active awareness that my environment Is predisposing me to wanting to binge because I want to get out of it, but I'm not going to do that. And instead, I'm going to hack my environment a little bit. Same thing goes for when I'm at home. So when I'm at home, I like I love my house. I love my space. I've taken a lot of energy and time to curate it how I want it. So I'm happy here. But whenever it gets messy, I know that again that feeling of chaos, disruptiveness, um, just yeah. Not vibing when the not when the when the no good vibes then the chaos comes in and I'm like all right I don't want to be feeling in chaos I don't want to be feeling out of control I don't want to be feeling these sadness and anxiety so what am I gonna do I'm gonna bench. that was my thought process before because I needed to escape and now I know okay my messy home right now is causing me to feel all this uncertainty so again Either continue to live in a mess and just acknowledge what it's doing and just choose not to binge, even though it's going to be hard because I'm living in a mess and I want to escape it. Or I can conquer my fear of cleaning because I don't know, sometimes cleaning is just so intimidating. So I can choose to go ahead and clean and know that I give myself an hour, 30 minutes or something to do it, that that's going to make me feel so much better. It's going to remove this negative energy and this chaos that I'm feeling. And then I will feel more at peace and the binging need just kind of fades into the background and yeah it's just so interesting how our environments or at least how my environments really do affect whether i am Kind of predisposed to binging whether my mind it's just that again that like the feeling of when i get in chaos when i get uncertain when i get anxious when i get sad these negative emotions binging has been the reaction for so long and that's been the way of coping for so long that now i just have to get in front of it and realize what's happening and being like okay can i either change the situation if i can't change the situation i have to change my perspective of it and that's really helped me move on and move past the binging Okay, third one, tight fitting clothes. I don't know if anyone else is rocking with me when I say this or has ever felt this, but when I put clothes that are tight on my body, I just really get in a silly, goofy, funky mood and not in a good way. Like I, it just makes me be like, okay, everything's pointless, everything's stupid. I'm fat, I'm ugly, these jeans don't fit, they're too tight when I sit down. I feel like I can't really breathe that well. I'm just, ugh, I just feel gross. And then I'll be like, okay, well, since I feel that way, nothing's ever gonna get better. I might as well just go binge and forget about all of it and remove myself from this horrible feeling that I'm having, so. It sounds a little severe, but truly, like, that's how my brain starts to think. Like, it just gets really, it blows, my brain blows itself out of proportion. Sometimes, I swear. So in order to get in front of that, I just have kind of stopped wearing really tight fitting clothes. Like, I have some cute jeans that are tight. They're my standing up jeans. So I know if I can stand up for a good bit of the day, I'm fine to wear them. But if I'm going to be sitting down, like, I'm just starting, honey, we're just not putting them on. okay um but i really enjoy now wearing like linens and looser clothes dresses just things that give me space to move and breathe silks just every like the clothes that we we, our clothes are on our body like the entire day hopefully (laughs) Hopefully you're not just dripping in the middle of the day. If you are, pop off, queen. Um, but they're going to be on our body for the whole day. So if they're making us uncomfortable from the second we put them on, then that uncomfortable feeling is literally going to stay with us for the whole entire day. And we're supposed to get back to the state of like calmness and equilibrium when our clothes have literally been making us feel uncomfortable from the second we put them on. Like, it's just the the friction. The friction is there. The vibes are not there. Like, it's just not, it's not good to... For my brain, it's just I. I it, having tight clothes on makes me want to binge. It's a weird connection, but it's a simple connection. And I'm so glad I made it because now that I've been changing out my wardrobe and I've been wearing more linens, more silks, more dresses, like more tennis skirts, that kind of stuff, I just I eat better throughout the day because I can like I'm not my body like it just it just feels normal, you know? I'm not I'm not feeling like I'm going to like suck in and be different I'm just like my body's just being and I'm just listening to it compared to when I'm in tight jeans and I'm thinking like oh is my stomach like out over my pants right now am I sucking in like do I look this way or that way can I unbutton my pants or like then I just I'm not listening to my body I'm like reacting to the way that I've forced it into being for the day so those are some some huge ones for me okay I didn't write this down in my little notes section because I honestly forget about relationships most of the time because I am just so incredibly single um, that I I genuinely just forget that boys exist. But now my brain's remembering. I don't know why. Um, Okay. Whenever I feel... Whenever I feel like I need to impress a man or... I want someone to like me, and then I automatically be like, okay, I need to be skinnier because that means I'm going to be hotter and that means they're going to love me more and it's just this like weird path that my brain kind of automatically wants to go down and then that will lead me into like restricting and then the restricting will lead me into binging. So it's a lovely little vicious cycle that I've been learning to not put myself through and I think a lot of girls out there can probably relate where like if we find someone we like, we automatically think of all of the ways that we need to change so that they will immediately love us and be obsessed with us. And a lot of the time, like we've just been conditioned to thinking that in order for us to get that reaction out of men and out of boys, we have to be skinnier. We have to be hotter. We have to be different. We have to be more like this and that and the other, and more like everything that we're not right now. And it can just, ugh, it can just be the worst little trap ever. And I find myself... I used to fall into it a lot more because I wanted a boyfriend a lot more, but now I'm just, like, really happy kind of with what I'm working on in my, like, business and personal life and all that kind of stuff, but it definitely does come up, um, not often, but, like, it, it will come up sometimes, and I think just reframing how I think about being loved and receiving love... It's just, I used to, again, like, I would want to, I would think I needed to change a lot of things about myself because no one has loved really who I am in the past. And because of that, I'm like, okay, well, we got to change a lot then in order to get this love because we haven't been receiving it. But now I've just been on, as cheesy as it sounds, this kind of self-love and self-acceptance journey where I just want to get to, like, the true parts of myself and I just want to be my authentic self that I love, whatever she looks like at that time. And honestly, like if a guy doesn't accept that or want that or enjoy me how I am right now, then really I don't want him to. And something that's also really changed my perspective on this is that there's things that, that I want to change about myself and that I'm working on Reshaping and growing through and I don't look in the mirror look at like my life and i'm happy with every single aspect of it and so i'm giving myself the space to grow and change and the the guy that I will be with like I will hopefully feel the same thing for him. Like he's not going to be perfect. He's going to have things that he wants to change about himself that I think need to change that, you know, ways that he needs to grow. And I will give him the space for that, you know, to a certain extent, like it has to be, I have to see that he's actively working on growing, you know, it for himself and not just changing for me, but I'm willing to like extend that to him because I'm growing and I know that he is growing. And like, that space will be given to be able to change as people. So I want someone that'll feel the same way towards me. Like I want someone that sees my potential too, and sees the ways that I'm working on growing and gives me the space to become an even better person. Like while we're together, I don't want someone who expects me to be X, Y, and Z from the moment they meet me. Like that's just not the vibe either. Um. So yeah, if a guy's like that from the start and they're like, need me to be the certain size to have this like career, have all, all of these different things right from the beginning, then that's not someone I want because growth is probably the most beautiful thing and having someone who's working on growing and trying to change, like that's so amazing. And that's the kind of person that I want to be. And that's the kind of person I want to be with. So just kind of like reframing the type of man or the type of woman that I want in my life has helped me to not really feel predisposed to binging either because when I get around these people that I feel like I need to change for I'm just like then that's not the type of person that I want to be like it If I get around the type of people I think I need to be perfect for, that's not the type of person I want to be with. I want to be with someone who gives me the space to change and to grow. And when I feel that, that I'm around that person, then I really don't feel any need to binge because I feel like I'm accepted the way I am. And yeah, there's like, there's love given to me the way that I am. And that is so fun compared to feeling like I need to be perfect in order for love to be given. So I hope all of that was a bit, I don't know, just a bit more insight into overcoming binging and not really, I guess, understanding like why binging was happening to me so often and the things I've done to bring awareness um, to the different causes and triggers for it moving forward. There's so much to talk about with this subject. It literally took so many years of my life away that I think I'll always be learning on ways to kind of move, move through eating and move through like coping with things in a, in a healthy way that doesn't involve binging. So I think this will probably be an episode we revisit a lot. And the more I keep learning and growing and yeah, just understanding different things about how my mind works and how my life impacts, impacts binging. So I hope this was helpful. Um, I (laughs) I'm doing this late at night again. It's not really late, it's 823, but I definitely do need to be going to bed because we will be waking up at 5.30 a.m. tomorrow and we'll be going for the most loveliest walk as the sun is rising. There is truly nothing that I enjoy, like getting out in the, into the world before the sun's even up. Let me tell you, like the stars are so beautiful in the morning and it is so peaceful and calm. And I just genuinely adore walking out in the morning before the sun is up. And it's just like, it is the most peaceful thing ever. I get so excited to wake up in the morning that sometimes I have a hard time falling asleep, which is very counterproductive, but I'm just, I'm being honest. I also always want to drink coffee at night because it's genuinely my favorite drink in the world. But I'm like, Sydney you can you cannot be doing this. I think if I even had decaf coffee, the placebo effect would be strong enough to keep me awake. So I just, you know, I have to figure out a different little nighttime drink, but I guess I'm going to wrap up the podcast here because we're waking up in the morning. I think I'm going to do an episode actually about my morning routine because I have not been a morning person like ever in my life before doing this challenge, and now I love the morning so much. Like to give you some perspective. <laughs> To go back into my past a little bit, I literally used to, lie when I was really depressed, I would lie in bed all day long and then I would take like sleeping pills to fall asleep at night and then when I woke up in the morning at like 10am probably, I didn't literally did not want to be alive or wake up so I'd take more sleeping pills and it was just the worst thing ever so to have gone from that to someone who is waking up at 5.30 in the morning and excited to be alive is pretty crazy and i would love to share more about how i made that transition so look out for that episode coming soon i hope you had the loveliest day today and if not there's always tomorrow um yeah so just fun keep fun let's all keep finding ways to love our life and to make it better hope you have an amazing day and i'll talk to you probably way sooner than a week from now <laughs> maybe i should set a posting schedule i don't know i'm not a very scheduled person anyways have a lovely day. i I love you. Okay, toodaloo.